All right, you got your notes here, everything? You ready to roll? Yep. All right, so here we go. This show will pollute listeners' ears with foul language, occasional sexually explicit content, and more irony than is allowed for single episodes. In the last several years, distributors of obscenity have expanded into new areas, employing new technologies and reaching new audiences. Neither our Constitution, our courts, our people, nor our respect for common decency and human suffering will allow this trafficking in obscene material. Cinema PsyOps. Which exploits women and men alike to continue. Sharing filth-laden desires on mic to warp the brains of listeners until they are all demented deviants. Federal laws are being violated, and thus I am committed to redoubling the federal effort to ensure that those criminal elements who are trafficking in obscenity are pursued with a vengeance and prosecuted to the hill. The fact that society is becoming much more open now, uh, less repressed, and I think there's less need for cinema psyops. Without dignity, they shout into the void in a vain attempt to be loved. Living in this culture now where there's just icebergs of filth floating through every house on Wi-Fi, it's inconceivable what it must be like to be a young adolescent now with this kind of access to... Cinema PsyOps. It must be dizzying and exciting, but corrupting in a way that we can't even think about. A pirate ship with a tattered flag, sailing across seas of questionable movies while firing cannons of disdain. Cinema PsyOps. Long may she sail. Hello and welcome to Cinema PsyOps. I am currently suffering from Kathleen Turner Overdrive because I have yet another sinus infection and these things seem not to go away in the endless winter that is the climate change. Speaking of endless winters, sitting across from me in the studio is Matt. Where's all this global warming I keep hearing about? Please come back, beautiful global warming. Oh, it's like this starvation problem that's going on in the United States and all across the world where there's, you know, no food enough to go around. Everybody's starving, but my fridge is full, so clearly there's no problem. I also heard there's an obesity problem in America, so maybe we need a food shortage. This is going to help those people who are starving. There's no problem with obesity. Everybody's obese. There's no problem. It's just (laughs) everybody's fat. What's the problem with that? I don't understand. We could totally run the president's Twitter account. (laughs) That's pretty much all you have to do is say ignorant, heartful shit that pretty much excludes people who are suffering in some way, shape, or form, and that's all you got to do. Exactly. Yeah, so we requested it, and a few of you guys participated, so now... Are we going to do these now, or are we going to wait like instead of the news and do it at the end? We'll just do them now, so that way we don't don't have to fuck around with the quote-unquote pablum. We'll just do The pablum will do the fuck, Mary kill. Yeah, and the punchable faces. And the punchable faces, all right. Let's just start with the fuck, Mary kill post. Yeah. Yeah, so Darren's was uh, Steve Bannon. Uh, it was like a trifecta of Steve's, right? Yeah, it was, it was Steve Bannon, yeah. uh, Steve, um, I can't pronounce his last name, and Stephen Miller. Munchin. Munchin. Steve Munchin and Munchin. Stephen Miller. That Munchin. Yeah. Uh, well, Jeremy pretty much already took what my answer was going to be, so I'm just going to state it right out right now. Yeah. Um, fuck Steve Bannon. Yeah. Pretty much in front of all of his alt-right people and scream the word he's a cuck at them Yes. while I, I'm doing it. I agree. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Maybe slap him around a little bit while you're oh, doing it. Oh, yeah. I yeah, hate yeah, yeah, fuck the shit out of him. Donkey, yeah. donkey punch that motherfucker. Repeatedly. Repeatedly. 
repeatedly. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So you hate fuck the I shit. I have an erection right now just, just thinking, thinking about, about doing that. that. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna, it'll be the easiest fuck ever. I'd in fact I'd have to calm myself down. I don't want to come too quickly. I want to make this hurt. <laughs> well, my thought is like we would have to get his videotaped consent ahead of time because yeah. otherwise people are going to honestly think that you raped him. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the right. kind of hate fuck I want to do. Uh, exactly. I want everyone to know he wants it like this. He needs it like this. <laughs> <laughs> the world is a dry desert and my cum is his life source. Yeah, yeah. I I want him to be filmed. Be like, my cum has a cure for cancer and he, <laughs> and he needs it. Right. All the while, like the uh, right wing conservative Nazi tears are crying out while we're doing this. But I'm definitely going to wrap it because I don't know what kind of skin problem he has, but it's horrendous. Oh, I was actually going to put a big rubber falsy over top of mine. Yeah, I mean, listen. Like a full fucking, yeah, seen, extendo. If yeah. you see some pictures. Oh, <laughs> I might have to take all that out. Well, anyway, all right. so after we're done with the hate fucking of yeah. Steve Bannon, like it's like Jeremy laid it out. Yeah. Um, you definitely kill Stephen Miller just he, because. Stephen Miller needs to when, die. When you do the uh, marry fuck kill. Yeah. All right. So and then you marry Steve Munchen because uh, he has all of the money. And, then and you, that, he, that dude and his wife like to party. And then you kill him for the money. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but you but first you have to get married. Right. And he and his wife seem like they're down to some freaky ass shit. So. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that the kind of level of hate fucking that we would want to do on Steve Bannon, he might die during that. Yeah. So we kind of we kind of just complete it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the whole way. Now, will the... Uh, will now, those are real people, so we have to all say that this is all just parody and jokes. <laughs> right. We yes. would never want to do any of this I never want to do... I don't want to kill anybody or anything like that, and I would never do any of that, ever. I want to kill people, but not the kind of people that the NSA and the uh, CIA <laughs> yeah, and, and the FBI, Secret Service are going to come after me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> so people that they just don't care about. Right. Yeah, so, like, not white people, apparently, because that's, that's the only people that th they care about. <laughs> See, now you're just painting me into a corner here because no matter how I answer it, that's bad. <laughs> you caught on to that one. Good job. <laughs> I may be fucking out of it with this fucking yeah, I was sinus I, infection, I was but I'm not I, that far gone. I was hoping I'd catch you on that one. <laughs> yeah, it didn't quite work. We're still on the Mary Fuck Kill Challenge. Mm -hmm. Don and Ellie asks Paul Nashi, Waldemar Daninsky, Alric Demarnak. All right, I'm going to marry Paul Nashi just because I don't want you to fucking get all pissy at me if I say kill. The other two are characters played by Paul Nashi, so oh, you're screwed they, no matter what. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, but I'm going to actually marry the actual guy. Right. The actual actor. Yeah. 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 I, I see that. Yeah. Um, and then it's, it's seen other both characters. I'll uh, fuck Waldemar and uh, kill Orlick. That would probably be a good choice because yeah. Waldemar Daninsky is the werewolf character, so you wouldn't be able to kill him. No. Alrek Demarnak, you could kill, but he comes back from the dead and seeks vengeance all the time. Oh. But it's usually like, depending upon which version of Alrek Demarnak is yeah. like generations. So like your great, 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 great grandson yeah. would be fucked. Oh, well, fuck him. Yeah, like, but what do fine. I care? So, yeah. like, that's actually a wise choice without even you knowing anything about yeah. the characters. Yeah. Because the werewolf, unless you do it absolutely right, or the silver cross that you stab him with stays put, uh -huh. you didn't technically kill him. You just kind of put him into suspended animation yeah. werewolf style. Yeah, exactly. So, there you go. <laughs> All right, the final and one. With uh, the werewolf, you, know, you can cuddle. Well, and he's a little snuggle bunny. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Well, and if you're fucking him when he's not a werewolf, it's probably a safer bet. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> Especially since Daninsky really loves the neck meats. 
And again, you want to use a condom because I'm pretty sure direct contact like that, you can become a werewolf like that too. Well, that would be the best way to become a werewolf because it would be the least painful way. That's true. STD werewolves are the only way to become a werewolf. That's that's just what you got to do in your life to get it going. All right. So the next one is Sackhead Jason, Halloween, the original Halloween, Michael Myers, Mm -hmm. and then Freddy Krueger. I would kill Freddy Krueger because he's a child molester. Yep, I agree. Um, I would probably fuck Michael Myers, that smooth mask. Well, and also let's let's face it, that's Captain Kirk. It's Captain Kirk. So that's the only chance you would ever have to actually fuck William Shatner. The nerd in me, I'd paint myself green and we'd just go down. <laughs> you might even bottom for Michael Myers maybe, just so you could maybe. be you could be as Orion slave. Although girl. it is it is Michael Myers. I made to have a choice. And plus a jumpsuit just does something for yeah. me. I don't know if you can kill Freddy. I mean, people have tried to kill Freddy, but also the same thing with the other three. So Yeah, I, I, I you know, you don't know, but that's the one if you're like giving me the power to say, Matt, you could actually kill one of these three. Yeah. It would be Freddy. Well, and Michael Myers is technically a child murderer too. Technically. Particularly in the Halloween, the latest Halloween when he kills like a fucking 12 year old kid. Oh, really? Or younger, I, actually. I didn't yeah. even see that. Yeah, he he kills a fucking one. middle school kid in that one. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's not molesting them. No, no. I, yeah. Yeah. It's okay to kill little kids, but just don't, don't touch them. Don't Catholic priest them. <laughs> just don't, just, just fucking hit him in the head with a brick yeah, just, and go just, about your fucking, business. Yeah. Jesus Christ. This don't is all, like again, this is all again parody and yeah, entertainment. This is parody. We are not encouraging you to do any of this. Don't do any of this shit. Uh, I would marry Jason. If nothing else, he is a fine home in the woods. (laughs) That's like a tourist destination. He can build build you a vacation home out of anything. Yeah. Plus, if you marry him, you get all of that land. Like, the entirety of Crystal Lake that he patrols is yours. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying. So you have to pretend to be his mother like all the time. So what? And if like you're like, you don't have to worry about other tourists backing it up for you, he'll go out and kill him. You don't have to deal with him. Yeah, Yeah. quite literally. That's perfect. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. Now, Ryan is asking us, in honor of the recent Manson Family episode, Susan Sadie Atkins, Lynette Squeaky Frome, or Linda Darlin Caspet? Um, I'm going to fuck Sadie because we saw most of her sex in the movie. Okay. We're going by the movie, though. Yeah. I'm going to go by yeah. the movie. Yeah. And that shit seemed pretty wild. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go with Sadie for the sex part. Just fuck it because yeah. that seems a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to marry, I'm going to marry Darlin. Okay. So Linda, who was just the driver. Yeah. I'm going to marry her. Because you feel like you'd be the safest with her? Yes. Uh-huh. But like, like if because if you're married to somebody, you gotta sleep next to him eventually. And I feel like I could actually sleep and not get murdered by her in my sleep. Okay. And then I would kill Squeaky. See, I'm gonna do a little bit different, right? All right. I'm gonna fuck Sadie for the exact same reason. Of course. I'm gonna kill Linda for being a fucking coward and not helping out like she should have. <laughs> Again, this is all parody and it's entertainment, all parody. folks. It's all parody. We don't actually support Charles Manson. And I'm gonna marry Squeaky from because she knows how to stay devoted to her man regardless of the situation. Any woman who would try to kidnap a president to get you released from prison is the kind of woman you want to be married to. There you go. I mean, I I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I mean, you'll (laughs) never be able to sleep again, but... Well, I don't sleep very well as is. Oh, okay, well... And I always live in fear of my wife trying to kill me anyway, so... Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. (laughs) Especially if she ever hears these podcasts, man. We're fucked. Oh, yeah, we are way fucked. All right, so Darren now asks us, Mrs. Mitchell, Lorraine, or Beverly? Now... I don't recognize Mrs. Mitchell, but this is all Caroline Thompson, right? Yeah. Okay. Beverly is from Howard the Duck. She's the rock star chick uh, from Howard am, the Duck. I'm already saying I'm fucking Beverly. Right. I mean, that's just going to be a wild time. Yeah. She'll <laughs> fuck a duck for fuck's sake. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> She's going to fuck a walking, talking duck. You just realized that that could be pulled as a clip. You saying that you're fucking Beverly and now I'll have to kill you for that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, but we, I never call her that, so that's fine. I never call your wife that, so <laughs> that's that's fine. Yeah. All right, so you're fucking Beverly. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to marry Mrs. Mitchell. I don't know who that is either, but she looks like a fine homemaker. Okay. And, and, may, and even kind of a businesswoman. So maybe, like, I can be the stay-at-home husband while she's out making all the money. Huh. And, and that I can do my lifelong dream of not doing shit and just being a sloth for the rest of my life. <laughs> okay. And then I, I'm killing Lorraine, because Lorraine kind of annoyed me and she wants to fuck her own son so uh-huh. she doesn't know but I mean that's a pretty piss poor mother's intuition well let's face it he was also a teenager at the time so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm right. just saying my answer on this is probably going to shock you <laughs> I bet it's not but go ahead I'm going to marry Beverly oh my god she's a fucking rock star I can get down with that it, plus she's gonna fuck a duck <laughs> then she's gonna be into some freaky shit and she's the kind of girl that you want to be with so I'm gonna marry the Beverly version and of get, Caroline Thompson and you get to meet Howard the Duck right yeah who I would totally hang out with and drink. Of course. And if we're going to get into a ducky three-way, I'd prefer it be Howard. Uh, of course. I mean, it's a little ducked up to do that way. He's going to be a little ducked up, and he might start, he might talk some shit about you, but it's fine. And I know that our listeners think that this kind of sex would be foul. Ah. But I, you know, you just got to give it a shot. Come on. Birds of a feather. Exactly. <laughs> just think how nice he'd be to cuddle yeah. with. All right, so I'm going to marry Beverly from <laughs> Howard the Duck. Hey, it'll keep you warm. Yeah, I'm going to fuck the shit out of Lorraine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah. like that energy? Innocence a little bit. Um, she was never innocent. She wasn't she just, innocent, man. She was drinking. She was. I'm a big fan of girls who look like they're innocent and pretend to be innocent, In front but of other are people. super nasty. So yeah. Lorraine looks like she'd be okay. a shitload of fun. And I'm just gonna kill Mrs. Mitchell because I have no fucking clue who that is. So all right, all there right. we go. Now we got a couple of Mary fuck kills on our actual punchable faces here. So yeah. Um, the next one is the director version: Max Landis, Robert Rodriguez, and David O. Russell. Fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna look up David O. Russell's work yeah, before right. I make a final decision here. Okay, looks like the guy does a lot of uh, kind of uh, emotional type movies. So what I'm going to go with here, right. I'm going to fuck Robert Rodriguez because it's already been proven that he's not a good husband and he will cheat on his fucking wife. Yeah, I was going to go ahead and say I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck Robert Rodriguez as well, only because maybe we'll get like lots of explosions and fucking really cool music to back it up with. Well, that and he's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Kill Max Landis. Uh, I'm going to marry Max Landis. Why would you marry Max Landis? Because I think he might be fun to hang out with. Might be a uh, funny guy. He's such a fucking to. douche. Why? Why is he a douche? Oh my God. Have you ever seen interviews with him? He's so fucking full of himself. No, I haven't. Yeah. I would just like to beat him up beside the head with a baseball bat until he's no more. We're thinking about the same guy, right? Max Landis. Yeah. yeah John Landis's kid. Oh no. Yeah. No. Fuck. Yeah. We're, no, we're killing him. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. All right. And then I'm going to marry David O. Russell because looking at his filmography, he's made a lot of big like uh, dramas and things like that. It's like he'd really want to emotionally support you. Well, it's not only that, but he's also super rich. So I'm going to marry him. There you go. And then we're going to talk about how Robert Rodriguez never really satisfied me as a man. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I feel like David O. Russell would need that reassurance. Yeah, he would. He would need to know that he was the best. And I feel like Robert Rodriguez might actually help me kill Max Landis while I'm fucking him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would be a thing that he'd be into. Yeah, can we get Max Landis' dad? That's who I was thinking of at first. Oh, That's why I'd marry John him. Landis. I would marry, totally I'd marry, marry John, John Landis. Because that'd just be a blast riot. Even if we ended up having Max Landis as our kid, I would still want to be married to John I know, Landis. because eventually you can kick Max Landis out of the house. John Landis is amazing. Max Landis is a fucking 
an asshat. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> you know what? I, I could see all of our, even the ones we differ on, I could see it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're not that far off. So that's that's all of our merry fuck kills. So now we're yep. going to move on to their punchable or kissable faces. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of these where people have suggested on their own. So it looks like our boy Ken wants to kiss and punch and then kiss his fist and then punch your brutal face. Yes. He wants, to, well, he wants to finish by kissing his face, my his fist, and then punching uh, my face. Yeah. So. Okay. All right, Ken. Yeah, I hate to tell you this, Ken, but that's exactly how Matt needs you to do things to finish. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I will, I, it will just be like a fucking volcano of cum when you do that. <laughs> and when everything's, uh, when everything's finished, we need you to say. This is a lovely tea party. No, I wasn't going to say oh, that really? at all. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Yeah, they go. Roll Tide. <laughs> it's just, you're going to be, but if you just can't know this. If you do that to me, you're going to be covered in a fucking fountain of frothy ejaculate. So, yeah. You'll turn Matt into a man cano. I mean, you will be covered, dude. All right. Jeremy pops up ET. It's an obvious punchable face. Yeah. that You want to punch Look that at guy. those eyes. You could try and hit them both with a double boot kick if you wanted to. Someone's mother drank a lot. <laughs> He's like Rudolph the Red Tip's finger. All right. Uh, Blaze actually asks us Carson Daly, and I'm gonna, I'm a little bit torn on this. I, 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 I want to punch him in the face. I, I have a Robert Downey Jr. thing where I kind of yeah. want to kiss him and then slap him for actually letting me kiss him. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you, you talentless host fuck? Who dare you be fucking attractive? Yeah. Our boy Scott yes. from Podcast by the Cemetery, do you recognize who that lady is? I don't. That is Edwick Fennick. You saw her in your Vices a Locked Room. And oh, yes, I have yes, yes. Kiss. Oh, totally. Kiss. Yeah. That's a kiss face right there. And as a matter of fact, if I get the chance to marry her, yes. this actual actress, if I got a chance to be with her for the rest of my life, yeah. all my other Mary fuck kills go out the window and everybody else becomes a kill just to get to her. Damn. Look at that. I will murder the planet. That makes a lot of sense for you. The entirety of the planet will be murdered just to please Edward Fennick and to make her mine. Again, this is all parody, folks. Yeah, all parody. All parody. Yeah. Now, we've already chosen Stephen Miller as our kill in the other one, so clearly he has an extremely punchable face. Yes. <laughs> We're going to punch him so hard it reverberates and his dad feels a punch in his face. <laughs> We're going to punch him so hard it knocks the white supremacy out of his teeth. That's right. We're going to punch him so hard it's going to knock him into being one of the constituents that was dumb enough to vote him in. All right. So the last one, uh, this is just uh, our buddy Peter, who is saying he would marry Bo Ransdale because of his tireless work for the good of Legion podcast. Uh-huh. Sounds like somebody's angling to try and get on the network. Oh, he's such a good boy. <laughs> yeah. And then he says he would fuck Matt Psyop because crazy is always good in bed. It's true. But he fails to realize that I'm actually way crazier than you. Probably. Yeah. But you're also competition. So. Yeah. And then he says he's going to kill me because yeah. uh, he's going to eliminate the competition because he wants to be the ruler of an anarchy. Oh, man. What a dick. <laughs> you can't rule anarchy. All right. So then Ajit Pai is the last one where Mystique really wants to oh, punch him. Oh, my God. I would boot his fucking face in. <laughs> yeah. That guy's a fucking dick. <laughs> Again, this is all parody. This is all no just parody. for entertainment purposes. The, the, the violence part's all parody. It's not parody that that guy's a huge fucking dick. <laughs> That's not parody at all. I'm being really honest. That guy's a fucking douche of a maximum order. <laughs> all right. So that takes care of the punchable slash kissable faces, the merry fuck kills, and all of that shit. And that took us way overboard on the time for the start of the episode. I know. Which we'll probably make up in post. There you go. And by post, I mean this fucking review of this movie we're going to be doing tonight. Yay! Which we're talking about the eerie midnight horror show, a.k.a. Enter the Devil, a.k.a. a bunch of other fucking titles, because it was re 
re-released multiple times in the United States. That's fucking weird. So I can go through all the different titles because some of them are actually pretty funny. Uh, Leocessa, which is Le- the possessed, the possessa, Sexer Kists <laughs> from Greece. <laughs> the Devil Obsession in the United States it was released as. That one's pretty decent. The Sexorcist it was released as in the United yeah. States. That's probably my Sexorcist. favorite title. The Tormented. Uh, probably the best title is either The Tormented or The Sexorcist if you want to make it sleazier. The Sexorcist sounds like it'd be an actual porn. Well, there is actually a porn named The Sexorcist is too, there? so they probably had to change it for that reason when they re-released it as well. Uh, a lot of great Italian actors, and we've actually seen a few of them here and there in previous movies that we've covered. We already talked about it, but the main priest who does the exorcism is actually the uh, main asshole dude from Your Vice is a Locked Room and Only I Have the Key. Yeah. Who had the cat named Satan. So this yeah. guy's pretty familiar with Satan. Satan! <laughs> Alright, first we're going to take a little break here. We're going to play a promo for the Legion Podcast Patreon ad. We'll have a little bit of music befitting of Enter the Devil, a.k.a. the Eerie Midnight Horror Show, a.k.a. the Sexorcist. And when we come back, there will be no fucking trailer because one does not exist under any of those goddamn titles. <laughs> Least ways that I could find on the internet and it wasn't on that bare it, bones disc. I bet the only one you could find would be in Italian anyway. This will keep it quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You call me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon. And for $5, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. We appreciate it and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room.
man, that was fucking fitting. Yeah. Nothing works for your satanic needs like Slayer. Right? Well, except for maybe Deicide, but at least with that song behind the Crooked Cross, Matt could tell what the fuck was going on. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> you don't know anything about Deicide? Yeah, I don't know that. See, I would use this opportunity to go, you know what I know about Matt? And you go, what? And what? I go, this trailer, but there's no fucking trailer. So you know what I know, Matt? Uh, what's that? There's no fucking trailer. Oh, man. There goes our witty repertoire. <laughs> the people have been failed once again. Thanks a lot, Enter the Devil, a.k.a. Airy Midnight Horror Show, uh, a.k.a. Just, the Sexorcist. I'm going to start cutting myself like I'm somebody's beating me with fucking rose stems. <laughs> if you're going to be that emo, can you turn into my lawn? Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we start off the movie with some opening titles and pictures that make it see. It's almost like a television show intro because uh, they're like with the person's name. We're seeing pictures. Yeah, there's a reason that they did that. Okay. Anyway, it, 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 someone is spoiling the movie a little bit, man. I mean. Yeah, they basically made title cards out of shots from the movie. Yeah. Because they retitled the movie so many times uh, that they made this title sequence just to do that. Way. It's just really killing my will to live over here when you're doing like a full house type fucking intro for a movie that's called the Eerie Midnight Horror Show. Yeah, this title does not work at all because this film, this film is a when little I bit first, more than just calling it an Eerie Midnight Horror Show. Well, when I first started watching it, when I, when I first saw the title of it, I thought maybe it's going to be like a, a story type, like three different stories in anthology, the same movie. Like, yeah. yeah, like anthology because yeah. that just seems what it would be. But no, it's fucking weird. Anyway, we get the title that says this film is based on a true story and I'm just going to say, okay, whatever. Usually, it's, it's based on a true story in that there are people who believe and get stigmata. Typically when I see, yes, but typically when I see a film based on a true story to start out a movie, I typically think, yes, I'm sure there's someone named John in a town someplace. Anyway, so this is a true story. Uh, someone got stigmata. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we see a young lady named Danila, uh, uh, right? Danila? I don't know. She just had gorgeous curly hair. Yeah. All right. Danila. <laughs> I'm going to say Danila. I could be wrong, but that's what I kept th thinking I heard them say. Uh, like I bother to learn a lady's name. <laughs> man, when you don't do the notes, the real you comes out pretty hardcore. I mean, I knew every man's name in the film, even the gardener, but I'm never learning a woman's name. Firm handshakes all around. Firm <laughs> handshakes all around. No, I'm kidding. I actually didn't pay attention to the names I never fucking do unless yeah. I have to. Uh, anyway, she meets with her boyfriend, Carlo, who asks about her exams and how's everything going. She's apparently going to start looking for old statues with some of her professors. Uh, in fact, she goes looking for these new statues or these old statues, and that is is our first clip. They're both quite remarkable, aren't they? I'd say by the two of them. This one's fascinating. There was one old lady, a tourist, last year, who called it the work of the devil and ran away screaming. 15th century. School of Delarca. Oh, yes. Their authenticity has been established beyond doubt. Delarca himself might easily have done this piece, don't you think? And the Christ figure? It was sold just recently. I think to an antique dealer. I can find out if you like. I'm sure it's some new church's pride and joy. Or some rich collector's new pride and joy. I must say, I don't understand how it happens that that a priceless work of art like this is auctioned off. It should be in a museum. Well, critics, experts, and even the ecclesiastical authorities have ignored it since this church was deconsecrated. I wonder why this church was deconsecrated. <laughs> she wants to know everything. A sculpture, marble, or wood can have life as much as any human being. A life created by the people and things around them. Their beauty is true. Their life is true. Because we can see it. I'd say their beauty is determined by the market. You're probably right. But it's a masterpiece all the same. Better than the other one? No question. Much superior. Why was the church deconsecrated? It seems that a century or so ago, certain of the faithful hereabouts organized some fairly undisguised orgies in here. Oh, 
Well, whoever carved this one certainly didn't seem to have caught much of the spirit of the thing. This other one looks like he gave his whole soul into looking on and maybe even joining the desecration. He looks like a man about to be overcome by his senses. She knows what she's talking about. Are you kidding? I've seen the best-known professors in the academy come to her for advice. More than that, she has real intuition. I've heard her take certain artists apart until there wasn't a fragment of them left on the floor. Well, I imagine in that case, your selection is made, isn't it? You'll take that one then? Of course. Danila's been very convincing. All right, we just started in the clip. It's Danila. 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 Danila, Danila, however you want to pronounce it. All right, it doesn't so, matter to me. Yes. Uh, we see the statue they're talking about is of a man crucified. It's not actually Jesus crucified, just some dude crucified. Is it just me, or did Madonna see this fucking movie and go, I'm going to make a video out of this called Like a Prayer? Yes. <laughs> Where, in turn, I make out with black Jesus, because that's what she does. Clip. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. That's a, that'd be a good one, too. <laughs> Hell, I would make out with black Jesus. Uh, well, who wouldn't? Especially uh, from that video, he was a very attractive man. He was well put together in shape. He worked out a lot. It was like somebody carved him or something. Yeah. Out of stone or some shit. Jesus. Literally, Jesus. <laughs> Black Jesus. <laughs> There's had to be a movie called Black Jesus. Sure, why not? I know. Uh, anyway. If there is, and if anybody finds it, we'll do it. It is apparently the statue is made out of olive wood, and it's all from one tree. They remove him from the cross. The professor asks uh, Danilia if she can stay late and help clean it, uh, but she cannot because she has to go to one of her parents' parties. So now we cut to this smashing fun that is one of these parties, apparently. Um... We see different things. Dad seems to be playing some card game or something with some of the fellas. Yeah, this party doesn't look very smashing. This no. party looks lame. Yeah. This looks like the kind of party that a Tostino's party pizza would belong in. Hey, man. Right now, Tostino's party pizza is like, hey, why you got to bring me into this? <laughs> what I ever do to you, bro? Why yeah, you got to come je- at me like that? Jesus. Don't make me get my buddy the pizza rolls on your ass or something like that. See, now, the pizza rolls are too good for that. But those Tostino's party pizza? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, those just suck. the right level of pizza oh, for this God. party. Yeah, that... I mean, those things really are terrible. Anyway, as dad plays a game, he kind of is looking over at his wife, who she's kind of dancing along. And uh, Delina comes up to her mother, and she needs a cigarette, but her mom's running low. Uh, her dad's cigarettes are too strong. And this How old is this girl? She's in college, right? She's in college, so she, smoking's fine. But, I mean, it's Italy back in the 19-whatevers, so. Oh, yeah, it was a lawless I mean, country anyway. Yeah, so. I mean, <laughs> listen, you were born, you might as well start smoking. <laughs> I just kind of find it weird that she's bumming cigarettes off her parents. I wanted know. I wanted to make a joke to saying, hey, any country that let Mussolini, you know, take over has to, you know, not be all that great. But then again, I realized we just let Donald Trump become president of our country. So Yeah, fuck. we got we got Cheeto Mussolini, so it's I, bad enough. I'm just saying, man, really this Donald Trump presidency is really fucking with a lot of jokes I have about other countries. Cause we fucked up too. Yeah. It's almost as if we're not great ever. Yeah. Shit. God damn it. Anyway, uh, as this other man bumps her smoke, uh mom starts to get flirty with him and dance with him and uh, the man's like he starts talking about how you know hey your daughter's grown up to be quite a good looking lady mom's creepo like, yeah don't even think about it he's like don't worry I, I like the mother instead <laughs> so with the, the dad kind of I don't believe him. him I think he's just saying that to get on her good graces again dad's kind of watching then he's not watching and they and when they're not watching they disappear and scurry away into a bedroom as she starts the 
as the mom starts to get undressed, thanks, movie, uh, <laughs> we notice that she has a few scars. The man asks uh, if the her husband has not caught on yet, and she said he wouldn't care if he has, because uh, apparently they haven't boned in many, many months, and uh, he's just in it for appearances. So. She says the same thing that everybody always says when they want to reassure the person that they're about to cheat with. Well, and, We have an understanding. Well, it's not even that. They don't, they're even trying to reassure the people they're, they're cheating with. They're trying to reassure themselves. It's like, no, no, no. There's no way I'm a villain in any of this. It's someone else's problem entirely. Yeah, because he hasn't touched her in like fucking forever. So yeah. therefore... Uh, so we, now we get a really better view of some boobs. So thanks, movie, again. And with this, the man takes some roses out of uh, a vase. He starts kind of sending rose petals on her. Well, she gets off on the idea of having yeah. the rose petals sprinkled on top it, of her. It's a sacrificial, uh, the altar. She says sacrificial altar. Yeah, he then... goes no, rose petals on the altar, and she says sacrificial altar. Yeah. And then he starts whipping her with the uh, rose uh, stems, and that's really getting her going. So she's into some uh, freaky stuff. So the first time that I watched this was actually the other night. Yeah. Whenever we were getting ready to do the review for this. Uh-huh. I'd heard the title before, Eerie Midnight Horror Show, and yeah. I immediately dismissed it because I'm like, that's a shitty title. Yeah. But then when I looked it up when I was getting ready to do this, because this came on the Blu-ray double pack with the Last House on Massacre Street. Okay. I bought the Blu-ray for Last House on Massacre Street. I may be keeping it for this copy of Enter the Devil slash Eerie Midnight Horror Show. Yeah. I hate the title, but I've enjoyed the movie so far. All right. I knew it was an Italian film right before I started it. So when he grabs those long stem roses out of the vase, I immediately went, holy shit, he's going to beat her with those roses. Yeah. And I'm like, she's either going to be really into it or she's going to beg him to stop and run away and then that's, decide she's into it. That's what I thought because when I saw her scars, I'm like, she's going to be into it. They're, they're probably into some freaky shit together. That's what I was thinking. Or maybe like he was into it and she's not really into it, but she placates him kind of thing. Oh, she's into it. Yo, she's really into she's it. She's way into it. She's super masochistic. Uh, Danelia actually catches her mom in this act. She doesn't like say anything. She just sees them uh, after he gets done beating her with the rose stems. He, they start making out and getting ready to probably get down to the actual sex business. And It's all actual sex business. Don't discount uh, the beating. That got her off too. Oh, okay. The the, the penetration sex business. The penetrative sex business. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> where's, where's that business card? <laughs> it's shaped like a dong. <laughs> um, she actually just walks away and leaves leaves the party. Uh, it kind of disturbed her a little bit to see that. I mean, why would it? Did it disturb her or did it awaken moods in her that she didn't know she had? I think it disturbed her. I'm not, c- not disturbed, but I think, uh, I, you know what? I don't think disturbed or awaken things inside of her. I think it annoyed her. Even better, because in something will be made mention of here later on, but Danelia has known there's been problems between her parents for a while. And so this kind of, I, and I think she thought it was getting better for them. And now she sees this. So I don't think she was uh, appalled, but I don't think she was turned on. I think she was a different emotion altogether. She was annoyed. And she was mad that what she thought was her parents probably getting better and, you know, being a better couple. Now she sees that her mother is having an affair and it doesn't really matter anymore. You know, I wasn't looking at it that way. Like I thought she kind of got off on it and that kind of is what opened the door for some other things. But she was upset for multiple reasons, whatever they may be, whether they're ones that you explained or the ones that I wanted. Yeah. (laughs) This isn't a... 
<laughs> the ones you explained are the ones I wanted. It's it's an Italian film, so yeah. it's all it's all up in the air as to exactly just how perverted the daughter is too in this. Yeah. And given what we see later on, I'm still of the opinion that she has some dark desires, quote unquote dark, that yeah. she's not ready to deal with either. We'll see. Uh, all right. Well, as we cut back now, she's cleaning a painting and the radio she has on starts making weird, like high pitched noises. Uh she turns around to check it. She's looking at the statue laying there and she's kind of remembers all the things that was said about the statue in the earlier scene. Um, Which the statue is very clearly the actor who yeah. is just laying there looking like he was carved. Out of wood. The effect actually looks pretty decent on him though. It's that bad. Uh, she goes back to cleaning her painting and the statue starts moving and breathing and then the, it goes over and now we see the statue is now completely. Just like a prayer. Yeah. You know he'll take you there. Yeah. I'm done. Alright. <laughs> uh, anyway, the statue is now fully human and awake. As she's still cleaning you think maybe she's kind of getting into this trance. She turns around and he's no longer on the table, but is now standing there. He comes up and he tears off her dress. Thank you movie, I guess? Yeah, because this part is not rape because she she, she she does not get raped here because uh, she uh, lets him lay her down and she starts making out with him and then they start having sex and all the while the cross starts to burn uh, and catches on fire and as everything looking all weird and everything's going, uh, we cut right back to she's still in her chair, still cleaning the painting but she is obviously sweating and it appears to have been a daydream maybe or not uh, all I'm saying is that would have been my perfect first time yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to be the Jesus in that scenario though yeah, okay <laughs> and the statue is once again still a statue uh, she calls her boyfriend Carlo and asks to see him as they're there she she brings she's up, horny now yeah she brings up what her her mother and what she saw and that she's feeling this certain way that kind of maybe maybe you're right that the mother thing did what she saw her mother doing did awaken something because she says she's feeling good she's going crazy kind of like her mother Carlo is kind of mad he's like you know you really talk about your mother like she's kind of like your responsibility not the other way around you know that she's the mom to her mother and that happens a lot unfortunately yeah, she asked Carlo to take her away so she doesn't go crazy like her mother uh, Carlo says he will but first he wants to talk to her parents so they just don't think he's up and taking her away you know that she's wanting to go she's a college age woman she can do what she wants even in this era yeah no that's true but he Carlos just an overly good guy yeah and but he also doesn't want his parents to think because it's his old days you know that you know oh my god she was just in college and now they're living someplace else he stole her away from her you know studies and stuff like that oh like maybe they eloped or something not even just eloped he kidnapped her you know he poisoned her mind or some shit like that even worse you know that kind of stuff he looks like an anatomically correct Ken doll yeah a little too well put together yeah he's just uh he's a good he seems like a super nice guy on top of that yeah yeah um she is now going up flights of stairs like the, like looks like it, it looks like ghostbusters scene when they have to go up the stairs because the elevators are out of service at <laughs> Dana's apartment that's kind of how it looks what she's going up there's a lot of ethereal spooky lighting and cinematography yeah. in this film it's actually really well done it is particularly actually, the first half shot of this really yeah. nice yeah. yeah um we hear what we, it sounds like maybe footsteps uh there's a voice calling out her name she rushes up to her door and gets inside of it you can tell she's starting to go crazy she screams we hear chanting and then after she screams almost she starts rubbing herself and she goes from super scared to now she is full on having a orgasm up against her door uh just she's rubbing her hands all over her body uh she is definitely having an orgasm thank you movie uh, thank you movie uh her parents come home and they find her purse on the floor then they hear her moan upstairs they come upstairs to find her convulsing and and moving around on her bed her she's masturbating it's clear her, her, her hands, arms 
are up. No, there's a couple of shots where, where her, her hands, hands are, are in down. her fucking in her underwear while she's doing this. Anyway, uh, the mother actually notices she has the same kind of scars that the mother has. Um, yeah, across her stomach. She yeah. has like two or three of them. Uh, and then that all leads to our next clip. Call the t- <laughs> get him up here. Come on, get moving. Calm down, Denise. Just Papa, it's all right. What's going on? What is it, baby? Did it hurt you a lot? I nearly died of pleasure. It was wonderful. So good. So I've got a I've got an idea. Why don't you try it too, Daddy? Uh-uh. Come on. Or are you afraid it would be wrong? There's no such thing as incest. Uh, It's only an invention of priests. Uh, Make love to me. (laughs) Very strange. I've known Danila since she was a child. I can't imagine her having these symptoms. But it's all true. I'm not exaggerating. She seems out of her senses. You have a mild sedative in the house? I think so, yes. There's something. Give her a glass of warm milk for the time being. Yes, but please, can you come soon? As soon as I'm dressed. Doctor, her pulse is still wild. I'm worried. It'll come down in a minute. You'll see. What in the world could have caused this? I'm afraid it's a bit early for a diagnosis. You realize the symptoms are quite strange. Perhaps her state of confusion is due to some psychical disturbance. It's hard to say. What if she gets bad again? Don't worry about that before you need to. It's more than likely a passing thing, a momentary aberration. Studying and working the way she does places quite a stress, especially on one so young. Try to make her relax a little. Believe me, a day in the country with good fresh air helps more people than all the medicines in the world. Of course. Let me know how she is tomorrow, huh? So she tells her dad incest doesn't exist. What is she from Hastings, Nebraska? Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. She uh, she wanted to get some business done. When they come in the room, there's a couple times where her arms are up, but there's a few shots, too, where they're in closer and she's very clearly masturbating. Yeah. But her hands are in her panties while she's doing this. I mean, I was really looking. Uh, <laughs> you were uh, really paying attention to that one. Huh? At this point in the film, I'm super into it because I'm like, holy shit, I've not seen anything like this since like a Jess Franco flick. Yeah. I'm like, they're really mixing sex and like positions possession and demonic influence really well to where it's like she's enjoying it but she's disturbed by the fact that she's enjoying it and i think the whole thing's like an allegory for kind of the awakening of her own sadomasochistic tendencies Mm -hmm. from witnessing her mother that's how i'm looking at it so far yeah and then the movie completely shits the bed on that yes but we're not there yet okay so anyway uh they decide the next day to take a trip with carlo and uh, they discuss her father's job of you know how he builds little houses and and stuff like that and uh as they all talk you can tell mom looks really bored and disinterested being on this trip and uh dad's noticing that too because she's so not involved in any of the convos here well and it's also been a good minute before someone's beat the shit out of her with like a roast stem yeah right she's bored uh denelio said she would like this traveling bit and doing stuff with the family more than any other parties so you can tell she's trying to get her parents back to a, a, a different place in their marriage maybe she just wants the, her mom and dad back to be like a normal couple yeah um we have a flat tire uh, they get a flat tire as they're driving. Where did they pick up that beer? What? The flat tire. Where did they pick up the beer? The, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> no, just a flat tire. And stop talking about beer because I really want some. <laughs> what don't you? Yeah, well, that's true too. Denelia actually goes exploring as they're fixing, the, uh, putting on the spare 
McIntyre. And that is our next clip. Good afternoon. Same to you. May I look around? Sure thing. No cover, no admission. I'm doing a series of pictures on the place for a magazine article. Is it that interesting? I think it's fascinating from a historical and an artistic viewpoint. It's an old Etruscan temple of the 4th or 5th century B.C. and one of the best preserved. It was a temple of the god Baal. The Etruscans at that time were completely dominated by Carthage. And as you can tell by looking, they also had to put up with a strange god. The temple is still standing where it is because because the Christians transformed it instead of ripping it down. You can see the evidence. There are three types culturally. Look the way the paintings are superimposed. You can see the way some of these paintings are a base of a quiet religious scene. And they've been painted over to represent scenes of orgies and desecration. It is fascinating and upsetting, too. Parts of it are terrifying. Anyway, if you still want to look. Uh-huh. It seems that in order to be given the protection of Baal, they sacrificed newborn children to him. In the orgy rituals, on the other hand, they chose the victims from among the virgins. Anyway, go on in. Nothing to be afraid of. Thank you. I'll be working on the other side of the entrance. Okay, fine. <laughs> we invoke thy name, O great Satan, our master, lord, and protector. We hereby give solemn act of submission to thee and to all the princes of thy realm. We hereby give solemn act of submission to thee and to all the princes of thy realm. We promise to sacrifice to thee our flesh. We promise to sacrifice to thee our flesh. The innermost thoughts of our mind. The innermost thoughts of our mind. And furthermore, the sons and daughters born of our wombs. And furthermore, the sons and daughters born of our wombs. Thou wilt be our hope, O Lord Satan, and our strength and our rest. Thou wilt be our hope, O Lord Satan, and our strength and our rest. Thou wilt be the healing and soothing of our minds. Thou wilt be the healing and soothing of our minds. The salt of our thoughts. The salt of our thoughts. The fire in our veins. The fire in our veins. We shall be within thee as thou shalt be within us. We shall be within thee as thou shalt be within us. Show us the road and our armies shall tread it. Show us the road and our armies shall tread it. We are by thee named, and nevermore a master other than thee shall reign. We are by thee named, and nevermore a master other than thee shall reign. Deign to accept this our sacrifice as worthy of thee. Deign to accept this our sacrifice as worthy of thee. <laughs> this goblet. Nurture thyself on the flesh and blood of darkness's prince, and drink this fertile sustenance through his power and give thanks. All right, I'm just going to state it right off the bat. The minute that this fucking like sacrificial Black Sabbath sequence comes into play, yeah, I'm completely in love with this movie, and I'm thinking to myself, Jesus, whatever they do after this, I'm going to love it. Yeah, let's uh, go ahead and unpack the ceremony here. Uh, we had a bunch of we had three pale skinned, like white, like white, white. They were painted with like corpse makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah red eyed women, and the Devil Man who we had saw earlier, he is still on the cross, but he is laughing continuously after he she drinks from the goblet. That they offer her um he is freed from the cross they lay her down and they begin nailing her to the cross which causes her to, of course to freak out or orgasm yeah she is now in bed moaning and screaming like a mix between both um this little uh, centibite action here the dad hears it decides to walk in and wake up her mom he sees the scars on his wife they go to check and she's just trying <clears throat> at this point destroy the cross that is in her room uh they called the doctor and then the 
the dad has some things to say to the mother, and that is our next clip. He said he'd be here right away. You bitch. What's all this? You going out of your mind, too? You behaved in the vilest and most disgusting way possible. But darling, didn't we agree I'd be free to come and go as I like? As long as you use discretion. I need something that goes beyond the foolish bounds that you set out. And I suppose that's your excuse for submitting your body to whips and belts and other masochistic tomfoolery, whore. Is it really important to you? To me, no. But to my daughter, yes. Very important that you didn't give a damn. You didn't want to help your daughter. You bitch, you knew all the time she was born with your foul blood in her veins and would turn out like you. But all you wanted was to see her grown up soon so she wouldn't be a bother. So you wouldn't have the responsibility. And where were you? Me? I had faith in you. I entrusted her to you. And that was my error, Louisa. Having faith in you. Yes, faith as a woman, a mother, and a wife. But as a mother most of all. And if Danila, my daughter, turns out to pray like you, I'll know who to thank for it. I love that girl of mine. I love her so much that I'd kill her rather than see her become a creature like you. All right, so now we're starting to see some issues that daddy's got going on here. Slut-shaming being one of them. Well, I mean, his wife is supposed to be part of the marriage, and she's not been doing the one part of the marriage he asked her to do while she goes out and does what she does. Yeah. But yes, he is slut-shaming her at the same time. Mm. He's saying that your daughter has turned out to be just like you. I should have known that she would be infected with your tainted blood or some shit like that. Damn. Like, he was really laying into her. Oh, yeah. Calling her a whore every other sentence. Yeah, but then he's talking about how much he loves his daughter, and it's starting to sound a whole lot like the Hastings thing again, where like he's possibly thinking about... No, it's not like that. That's just the father expressing his love for his child, that he loves that daughter. He loves his daughter. Just like the guy in Hastings, yeah. Yeah, no, that guy in Hastings loves his daughter. Right. Same thing. No, it's not the same thing. Same, same. We're good. No, it's not same, same. Same, same. Nope, not same, same. That's but same. this guy in the movie loves his daughter no, like I the don't... guy in Hastings loves his daughter. No, I don't think so. I think that's different. There's a difference there. You you constantly, in every movie we watch, see the father love the daughter. Every movie. I don't want to see it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's not that I'm enjoying it. It's just that I think that there are overtones of it there. In every movie? In a lot of the ones that we've done so far this like last couple of weeks, yeah. Huh. Weird, man. You got some weird that shit going on we've watched some really fucking weird movies but the ones that's with true the, the ones particularly with the possession always toy with incest or at least inappropriate parent child relations whether it's mother daughter mother son father daughter I father think son what, in some cases too i think here what we're seeing is because of the time frame uh, of the movie it's it, it, we're in the time frame of it's not a father's job to raise his children that's for the mother to do while the father goes and works and we're seeing a, a what has probably been an unhappy marriage for years and a marriage of convenience and he expected his wife to keep the home and raise his daughter while he went out and worked and grew a business and so automatically a father doesn't have the kind of connection with his child that you know you should to have a strong child or father figure and a mother who didn't really want to have a child in the first place because he said you couldn't wait for her to grow up because she didn't want the responsibility which is probably uh, true she wanted to the parties and to go out and to live a life. I feel like we're still saying the same thing though. We are so not saying the same thing. All but right. that's so we're seeing a very broken family dynamic of in which uh, we have a very absentee father who wants to fuck his daughter. He does not want to fuck his daughter. <laughs> now, right now the daughter kind of wants to fuck her father, but that's 
totally different. But yeah, well, it's also an Exorcist ripoff, so there's that too. Yeah, and then a mother who's uh, who, who doesn't really as of wants right to now, fuck everything but her husband and doesn't want to be a mother. She wants to be out and free, getting whipped by roses. Yeah, man. I mean, that's part of being free. Being freedom, man, is getting done to you what you want done. Nothing screams freedom like being tied up and beaten. Usually, you have to pay double for that kind of action. <laughs> Don't I know it? Yeah. <laughs> the doctor comes in and checks her out, and they uh, looking at her wounds, and she does. She has the wounds in her hands and her feet. Stigmata. Stigmata. The doctor explains more, and that is our next clip. I'll have to admit I'm quite puzzled. Frankly, it's all rather strange. What is it? Is it serious? Uh, the other evening when I came to see her, I had the impression of a form of epilepsy, shall we say, in a rather mild form and not progressing, as is common in the usual cases. In any case, some form of hysteria. But today I've seen some new factors, or perhaps new symptoms, new manifestations, which modify or indeed overthrow the first diagnosis I made. At this point, I think we should bring in a consultant, or even several. And above all, remember, too much worrying never helped anything. I'll have it organized by tomorrow. The best names in the country will be looking after your little girl. Remarkable. The scar could be of a light abrasion. It is remarkable, gentlemen. And yet I assure you that less than 24 hours ago, her hands and her feet were perforated by gaping holes. You're sure of that, doctor? I'm ready to swear, gentlemen. It was no more than prospective wounds with lacerations very like cancerous degeneration. It's this spontaneous reemergence of the tissue that I find so strange. Gentlemen, let's face it. This young lady is showing the signs of the stigmata, which by its very nature implies a psychological disorder, one which not only presents this and other physical signs, but is well known to produce a nervous muscular power in the body such as you'd be unlikely to see in a normal individual. So stigmata is actually a thing, but yeah. it's usually someone who has so much faith that their beliefs are so strong that they actually are some kind of mental illness where they manifest the stigmata. And now this is supposed to be the very next day. And as they check, her wounds are now almost gone. Yeah. Yeah. Then now they're just faint scars from what they were open wounds before. So, uh, and then, yeah, they, uh, as we heard, they, they talk about stigmata and all that, uh, Carlo calls to speak with her, but her mother, uh, lies, says she's doing better, but is currently sleeping. Carl says he'll come by the next day at about three. Um, the doctors are still conversing. One suggests an exorcism, which angers one of the other doctors who says he's here to, you know, actually do science shit. Um, well, this is the part of the film where it starts turning into a full-fledged exorcist ripoff. Yeah. The stuff they were doing at the beginning was really interesting, and they still had the possession thing. And I understand everybody and their brother, particularly the Italians, were doing a shitload of these exorcist knockoffs. After the exorcist hit, they just had this whole satanic panic fury of get these movies out there while people are still scared. Yeah. But this one was doing something actually really, really interesting, and then it just delves into, let's call in the experts until we have to, like, eliminate everything else but Satan. Yeah. And for this film, it just stops it dead in its tracks when this starts happening. Yeah. Because the other stuff, like, the first half of this up to this first point- First half of it was, was interesting. was so insanely cool. Yeah. Then we just get to, yeah. And then, like, they should have done the reverse. <laughs> Yeah, right. They should have just not gone religion-wise and gone to the... Well, no, no. I'm, what I'm talking about is they should have actually had where she starts exhibiting some of the signs, Yeah. but then we have these crazy-ass visions when they take her out to the country to try and distract her and stuff. Yeah. Or well, the, just, the whole thing was just probably some weird dream sequence anyway. But the cool, crazy shit at the beginning with the cross and everything, that should have been somewhere in the middle to really like drive you forward to the end of the movie. They do it in a reverse fashion, and you have this like boring doldrum like in the middle third of the film, Yeah, which happens 
happens in so many movies anyway. I don't know why I'm complaining about this one. <laughs> because the beginning was so good. It was it's, such a letdown. such promise here. Yeah. Uh, her mother actually goes to the priest, and that is our next clip. Basically, don't remember, or we don't want to remember, that the children of today, the young people, are more in need than ever before of parental guidance and support, especially from the mother. It's very true that a few years ago there was too much guidance. The less children were exposed to dangers, the more possessive and authoritarian parents became. But today, we've come full circle. It's every bit as bad a situation. Possibly worse, although who's to say? Anyway, the point is, she needs you. She needs your support and your good example. You know, I still can't quite swallow what the doctor said the other night. Yes. I think it's wise to have doubts when a scientist trespasses into the priesthood. I wouldn't dream of telling a physicist how to split an atom. Unfortunately, people doubt anything to do with religion today. Laugh at it even. And I must tell you that exorcism priests are not to be found in just any parish. An exorcism priest must have a special investiture and by the highest authority. Reverend, the skeptical uh, spiritual outlook of mine, for Danila's sake, I hope it isn't about to influence your decision now. No, of course not. I'll, uh, I'll tell you something confidentially. It's a much greater feat to convince a skeptic than a believer. You're acquainted with the parable of the lost lamb, aren't you? No. What is it? Mm, nothing. I'll tell you about it some other day. I'll be there in the late afternoon, all right? Thank you very much. Try not to worry too much. The ways of heaven are infinite. I'll see you later. Goodbye, Reverend. Thank you again. Ugh, horse shit. <laughs> well, Carlo comes to visit, and we see that Daniela's bed, uh, the frame, everything, like the headboard, they've all been covered in, like, uh, blankets and stuff. Yeah, they bought the exorcist package, too. Yeah, right. Um, uh, Mom is walking, and her side piece uh, tells her, pulls up next to her and tells her to get into the car. Carlo <laughs> wants to take Daniela to the ocean the next day if she's feeling up to it she says she wants to do that as well um we see that uh the side piece he's pissed off he makes mention you had me going crazy uh in your bedroom the other night now your kid gets a headache and all of a sudden you drop me dick yeah dick total he, dick she tries to explain to him that she his daughter's actually going through a lot of her daughter's going through a lot of pain but he doesn't want to hear any of it he's only thinking of his own penis and, and what he wants to do well he is a man yeah he wants her to come over to his place he says i have your kind of whiskey and your your kind of roses. Uh, the the kind of whip you with baby yeah. cakes. She pretty much says, no, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not going with you. He says, you need my love. And she tells him, nope, I really don't. Not anymore. And so she dumps his ass and leaves. So because he's a perpetual little child who is going to act out because someone took away his toy, uh, he says that he's going to tell everyone they know about what they've been doing. He's a douche. And uh, that... You're uh, expecting me to disagree with any of this? No. I, <laughs> I mean, I could try to, but yeah, he's He's a douchebag, and he says he's going to tell everyone, everyone's going to think she's a whore and all that. And I'm like... So now she's being slut-shamed by her side piece. Yeah. And, and this is how it used to be done in the old days, where you actually had to tell people, you know, or, or he actually had to drive up and come grab her. Nowadays, it's just a text. You up? <laughs> <laughs> now it's just, or it's a dick pic. That's actually, you up is too classy for this guy. This guy definitely right now, if he's trying to throw this game, would just have like sent her a plethora of dick pics to her phone. 99.95% of them are unsolicited. Elicited. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, hey, you up? Dick pick. Hey, what about now? Dick pick. Hey, you up? Dick pick. No, his thing is, you up? Because I am. Dick pick. Dick pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, Netflix and chill. Dick, dick pick. pick. 
<laughs> Something tells me those are all clips. Oh, yeah. Uh, Danelle is, again, having a uh, episode. Uh, the priest comes she's in. She's masturbating. Yes. This entire time, she's cranking it, which is extremely interesting. The priest is there, and he comes in, and we see that her wounds are back full again. They're not scarred over anymore. Now they're, they're full on bleeding again. I'm thinking the more she orgasms, the more open those wounds are, because the more she's open to the demon trying to take her over. Uh, she sees the cross on the priest and she starts banging her head against the headboard like just head biting it now she's in pain no longer having the pleasure part now it's only pain that's not how i see it but go oh, ahead all right uh the priest leaves the room he says he now knows that she does need an exorcist he states that there are not many left alive but he knows of one that lives up in the mountain but the priest will definitely need to get permission from the bishop in the meantime he suggested the entire family uh take her up to a convent uh for the time being as it was safer there and closer to where the exorcist priest Them is. taking her to a convent got me really excited. Yeah. I was like, ooh, they're going to do some nunsploitation and then it doesn't even deliver on that at all. Nope. Carlo calls, but can't believe that they are all gone. The housekeeper, she does say that she heard something about a convent that Carlo knows well and says, you know, thanks. So he kind of knows where they're going. Uh, heading up, Danilia, Danella looks really like death. Uh, she's got dark circles under her eyes now. She's got a really far away look um just how i like them we see more images of our what's going to be our exorcist kind of like tending to a field kind of working when uh, he's not drinking a shitload planning the death of his wife and or looking for his cat satan sure ex exactly uh she fights going into the convent as she does not want to go in there a nun removes the cross actually from the room they're going to put her in and as she's walking by uh denalia gets one look at the cross and she has a paper clips moment and freaks out i have a clip of that oh yeah yeah oh. who in the fuck took my paper clips yeah she was really bothered by seeing that cross actually not like him yeah i think i have another one oh, okay who in the fuck took my paper clips yeah you can really hear the anguish in her voice on that one she's very upset about she's those crosses. very mad very mad who in the fuck took my paper clips well that it, one was an accident i'm uh, sorry oh no that's fine still very mad uh we get more images of carlo heading there wearing his sunglasses looking just like just pure 100 for being italian he looks like pure 100 american dude right there yeah he's looking okay yeah. now, we haven't talked about it earlier but we need to mention the guy who plays satan so i want to bring that up whenever okay. we get to when he makes his full grandiose appearance all right uh the priest is now we see him praying uh as he concludes his prayer the dad and other priests pull up he says he's already aware of why they are there and suggests that they leave and and go to the convent so he already kind of knew that he was needed for an exorcism uh it's church time which with all the nuns are going to the church and they are praying which is causing Danella to really freak out uh her wounds are even worse her lips are all chapped and disgusting uh she starts eating her hair uh she tears her entire room apart is able to escape through a window sexy uh, all of this yeah, is sexy and goes running uh we see a search party is together now to go looking for her. uh she's pretty much her hands are covered in blood as she runs every time she slams on a door she's leaving bloody handprints uh they uh one of the men find her and carlo and her father take her back this whole chase sequence was like a fucking padded yeah thing where she's just running around the streets it was to make it a minute an hour 25 instead of the uh hour the, 15. the actual runtime is like an hour and 32 minutes yeah. and i'm wondering what actually 
obviously got cut out of the film because this whole chase scene could have been dropped. Yep. I mean, it serves no purpose other than to pad the film to an hour and a half. Exactly. Um. So anyway, as they tell her that she is now in like this, like the, another different room that, that she can't have any visitors. Mom and dad actually might be reconnecting as, you know, dad can now see that mom is in a lot of pain, very worried about her daughter. And I think that stirred something in him and he held her hand. So maybe the, I'm not saying their marriage is back together, but at least now I think they're reconnecting on the fact they need to be a united front for their daughter. Yeah, because God or some shit, who knows? Eh, it might not be God. It's just the love for your child. It's and an exorcist ripoff. It. It's fucking God or some shit. <laughs> uh, Father Zeno is, uh, uh, is ready for the uh, exorcism. He fights very strong winds trying to get there to the room, uh, saying prayers the whole way. As he begins the exorcism, she is cowering, but then attacks him, covering his clothes in blood. But then she is contacted by the devil, and that is our final clip. I know why you're looking at me like that. You're excited, aren't you? Well, so am I. I feel ice and fire running all through my body. Yes, and you do too. You feel it. You feel ice and fire everywhere. Come to me, I want you, yes. It's you I want. I want you inside. I want to feel the great strength of your body inside mine. I feel you trembling as I am. Kiss me. Give me your love. Penetrate me. Penetrate my soul. Take me anywhere you like, or let me do the taking. On my knees in front of you, I'll give you pleasure you've never dreamed of. Let me, let me. Abomination! <laughs> oh, dearest Lord Jesus, I'm profoundly sorrowful for the monstrous ingratitude with which we repay your love for us. I kneel here at your feet with deepest contrition to reject all our guilt. Help me further to understand the depths of evil in human sin and how great the perfect forgiveness of your heart. I ask pardon of all those whom I have injured. I renounce the devil with all his works, the world with all its pomps, the flesh with all its temptations. I desire to be with Christ. Okay, so the actor who plays Satan in this is Ivan Razumov, and he's like one of the who's who of Italian horror films and Italian films in general. Uh-huh. He's done everything. Cannibal films, fucking Django ripoffs. He even played Django in one of the Django ripoffs. He was Satan in this. He was even in Your Vice is a Locked Room and Only I Have the Key. He was the character Walter. He was also in All the Colors of the Dark. I mean, the guy was in a shitload of stuff, and it's definitely something to talk about. He has a very striking look. Yeah. And I think this was a very wise choice for them to have him play Satan. Oh, yeah. I think they did a really good job by picking him for that. I think so. He has a great laugh. Yeah, totally. It works really a well. A great that laugh. evil laugh. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's quite excellent. Um, like I said, I think they did an excellent job picking him on that. Now, to get into the actual stuff that we were listening to in the clip, that piece where Satan decides that she needs to seduce the priest, yeah. there's a second or two there where she's doing it and it's working. Yeah, he is questioning everything. And he's almost going for it because, let's face it. Well, she's on her knees sucking on his knuckles, pretty much. She's she's sucking on his, but his hand is right where his dick is. He's so. blocking her from doing the thing that she's, she's trying, trying to, to do, do by yeah. using his knuckles. Yep. And he's very clearly trying to push her away, but she's like really intent on seducing him. Yes. And this was uncomfortable in how much I liked it for me. <laughs> I just, whenever I see like, uh, liquid fingers and, or knuckles, I get skeeved out just cause I'm like, oh, I, I hope everyone wash their hands. <laughs> your germophobia ruins everything I, for you. It really does. Like everyone, I hope you washed your hands. <laughs> this coming from a guy who advocates tongue punching fart boxes. Well, yeah, that's different. <laughs> But if a finger goes in there, you're not kissing that finger. No, no, that's, not, that's weird. No, that's weird. I'll tongue punch a fart box, but I am not. I am not going to kiss anyone's hand because who knows where that's been. Get you, it reminds me of an airplane. Hey, you get that finger out of your ear. You don't know where that ear's been, or you don't know where that finger's been. It's its own finger. Yeah. Oh, man. But um, yeah, that, that clip really does illustrate what they were trying to do earlier in the film. Yeah. Um, I also included that clip because uh, I thought, you know, I pretty much knew you'd be into this girl and then hearing her whisper all those kind of things about penetrating her. I figured you'd enjoy listening to all over oh, again. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. Yeah. That sequence was amazing. That, that list clip, that was for you <laughs> and for the listeners. If I was feeling any better, you would have really regretted <laughs> playing that clip again. Um, anyway, we see a nun. She's speaking to another priest who's praying, stating that Father Zeno looks like he's almost been beaten, but he will try the exorcism again soon. We see then Father Zeno does another prayer and then begins to flog himself for his dirtiness. Typically, if you're in Vegas, that's going to cost you about three fifty an hour. Um, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they charge you to self-flagellate yourself unless they're supplying the whip and the cleanup. They are. <laughs> that, you know, for sure yeah oh okay you are so catholic <laughs> you would know how much it costs to self-flagellate yourself in I, sin city i need to flog myself on occasion man i feel bad after that sequence where she's talking about blowing the priest i had to fucking flog myself <laughs> if you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah i saw your instagram you beat your dick like you owe you money <laughs> refusing to pay yeah yep uh the devils says they are going to try again but that he will now help her and they will crush him and his probably his faith and i'm fucking cheering them on I want the, to see this happen. The, fa the father begins again. She now laughs and she has the crazy red eyes and she she rips down some chains and attacks the father with those chains, whipping him. Again, this is a sequence that gets interesting once again. It's finally coming back yep. up to full swing. However, he keeps going through uh, the exorcism during the attack. She starts to get the blisters on her lips again and she starts foaming at the mouth. Yeah, those split lips were kind of interesting looking. I don't know how they did that well, effect. She gets this big wide eyes that are red now dark yeah. circles the 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 lips thing and then the foaming at the mouth that actually is a look that scares the living shit out of me the way that they did the makeup for her is very reminiscent to the three ladies that are in the cave with the sort of super white corpse yes. makeup and the sort of it's almost like, she's like overly uh, like overly albino possessive of their flesh or something like that yeah. is what she looks like yeah have no pigmentation okay go back to your uh, notes all right. uh, uh as she makes a final very uh harsh strike against the father she then drops and begins to 
vomit. And I think this is supposed to be like she's vomiting out the possession. She's vomiting out the demon at this point. Yeah, uh, she had her penny royalty, and now it's time to get rid of the bad thing inside of her. Yes. Uh, the father, Father Zeno, thanks God and then dies of his injuries. Yay, and, dead priest. Uh, Carlo comes down to find a cured Nanilla. Roll credits. Okay, well, we kind of talked about it a little bit already, but I'll just kind of move through my final thoughts on the film as quickly as possible. Overall, I really enjoyed the film. I refuse to accept that it's called Eerie Midnight Horror Story. Yeah. Even though we are, that's the title that we saw it under. Exorcist is much better. Well, Enter the Devil's probably the best one. Actually, you're right. That would but be the there's best. a bunch of Enter the Devil's. There's a bunch of Sexorcist movies and all that other stuff. Yeah. Uh, they need to find something that actually works story-wise. Eerie Midnight Horror Show does not work for this movie. Oh, it's really a bad title. Uh, the first half of the film up to the point where right after the whole crucifixion stigmata thing happens is great and then they have a real big drop off but it doesn't last very long particularly in this cut that's only like an hour 26-ish minutes that drop off just gets really boring really fast and you just stop giving a fuck yeah and it's really hard for them to do a turnaround I think you could have lost all that shit uh-huh. I don't know and just for me I, I wanted to fast forward through it and this was the first time well, I watched it and for me I think if you're gonna do the stigmata a bit then and have that be it I think you could have gone a little bit more graphic into the actual stigmata and the wounds like uh, actually show her wounds bleeding out a bit more and everything I think they wanted to use stigmata but then they didn't really show much of it except for a few glancing things well they probably didn't have the budget for all the blood it would require and I mean she would have to actually get transfusions to keep her alive from bleeding out and stuff well I mean yeah that's true so but that could have been a thing that the doctor could have been to where he's like we can't make it stop yeah you she's know? bleeding like they cauterized the wound and it bleeds through the burns and everything or something like that they could have done something they fucked up on the wounds because they still were doing it in their palm when everyone knows it's actually your wrists the only way that i accept that is if they also lash the wrists down for the actual support and the nail through the palms is just for the nail through the palms Oh, okay you know for the crucifixion but yeah for the support it has to go through the wrist or just on the other side of the wrist in the forearm yeah which is also really bad because that's where all your veins is yes and the more you struggle the more you rip that shit up the more you start to bleed out we need your veins for your blood you definitely need your veins for your blood yes that's i love the that's where your veins is (laughs) that was great that you said that i think the inflection was because of the stuffed up nose yeah i know from the sinus infection but yeah i mean overall it's an enjoyable film it was a quick hour and 26 minutes it has about what maybe a 10 minute drag yeah um maybe a little less but it felt like at least 10 minutes of drag but you know nothing like uh uh, the hour and 15 minute movie of the house you know the the massacre house the last house on massacre Street. street where even though it was only an hour and 15 minutes it you felt, felt every minute of the hour and yeah. 15 minutes I, I felt about 15 minutes of this max yeah like I'm much like you the first half of this movie I thoroughly enjoyed um I I like the actual exorcism part I thought that did well um but well I've seen so many of these exorcist knockoffs that I've gotten numb to them yeah and at this point I'm almost like okay we're gonna fill in this box we're gonna fill in that box yeah I, I mean like I was waiting for the actual forced oral rape to happen at some point oh yeah. but the closest they came was her trying to seduce her dad yeah which was still kind of interesting and it was actually a little creepier because
because like she actually places his hand on her breast yeah. and he leaves it there for an inordinately long amount of time. Yeah. Like a really uncomfortable amount of time that made me think maybe he really was kind of interested in his daughter and the yeah. guilt complex and the like superiority horseshit that he has yeah. made him turn around on that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, they're not from Hastings, but for Christ's sakes, I just that's what I saw in the film. He <laughs> regardless, he leaves his hand on her tit for way too long after maybe he should have immediately he he immediately should have yanked that away. Like he fucking held on to that like he yeah, was you're fucking thinking American. You gotta think Italy. He was holding on to that shit like it was a vodka and he was Donald. <laughs> yeah, but that's wrong to us. <laughs> Who knows what it's like over there? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's still wrong. Okay. Well maybe. Or at least that's just something that priests made up to make people feel better. Exactly. That's what she says. Yeah, yeah, right. It's literally it's a, what she yeah, said. It says it says it's just something priests made up. It's like, well then thank God they made that up. <laughs> Please somebody pull that clip. <laughs> I so was setting you up for it. I'm like, he's going to say it. He's going to say it. Silent. Silent. <laughs> All right. We're going to take another break here, folks. We're going to play a promo for another podcast here. We're going to have a little bit of music befitting of the eerie midnight horror story, a.k.a. Enter the Devil, a.k.a. The Tormented, a.k.a. a bunch of other fucking titles that you probably won't find a trailer for under it. And when we come back, we will have some PSYOP news. Hey, feeling down? Feeling low? Not enough podcasts about movies in your life? Why not try? They must be destroyed on sight! The new Podcast Cure-All. Sure to get you right with the world and on a path to better living. We have exploitation. We have Italian horror. We have zombies. We have slashers. We have crime films. We have spaghetti westerns. We even have sci-fi and sex comedies. So take a dose of... They must be destroyed on sight! As needed, and let the hosts... Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, Paul Romali, and the odd guest host Cure What Ails You. Warning, may cause atrophy, African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin cough, colic, cramp colic, dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, grocer's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, mortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit in some people. Consult a physician before listening.
fuck yeah, I don't care how bad I feel when you declare war against Christ. That's a war I'm gonna fight. Damn. <laughs> that felt awesome. That's Venom making a comeback from like the 2000s, man. Old as shit, and they still fucking got it. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> the only thing that's gonna make me feel even more jazzed, Matt. Yep. Give me some Sion This comes from court. Whoa, I, I posted this? Yes. Hallelujah. Uh, from the friendly atheist. Pastor found with new tied up man swears on a stack of Bibles that nothing happened. I'm a homosexual. A pastor in Pennsylvania. So go Steelers. Yeah, he's a pastor. So uh, I'm a homosexual. Is what he's saying. Was uh, charged with lewdness and indecent exposure after being found in a car with a new tied up man parked on a public residential street. Booty but he, juice, booty juice, gotta have it now. <laughs> but he's saying nothing sexual happened. Shut he, up, are you talking about penises? <laughs> <laughs> I love how that one busts you up every time. Every time. I don't even know what what is that about again? I was making a reference to where something was extremely phallic and then oh, yeah. you just responded. Shut up. Are you talking about penises? <laughs> so the pastor's got this guy uh, all tied says, up in a prone he position. Says, he said nothing sexual happened and he swears to God on a stack of Bibles that he's not guilty. I make money from my sex work. Is what the guy that was tied down says. <laughs> Police found Pastor George Nelson Gregory, Jesus, that's a fucking name. <laughs> I think the, that's going in the spank bank. In the backseat of a parked car with another man who was naked and bound with nylon rope in the pull front. It, just to pull it. The officers were following up on a report of a suspicious vehicle parked outside of a residential home. According to local reports, the criminal complaint says when officers asked what was going on, Gregory told the officers that they were just playing. And Satan's cock. Just playing. And Satan's cock. Uh, he and the other man. Probably taste better. He and the other man meet up for time to time to play with each other. Oh, is that me getting a metal rod shoved up my rectum? Is what the guy says <laughs> yeah, yeah. whenever he's getting played with. <laughs> the other man confirmed that what they were doing was consensual. That or they just had a bukkake mouth party. The man who reported the suspicious vehicle told police that at one point he saw the second man get out of the vehicle without any clothes on and he was concerned because the car was parked outside his daughter's window. You want to do a little ass play? Is what the priest said to the Gregory guy. Gregory allegedly told officers he thought they were in a private place and when an officer said their vehicle was on a well-lit public street Christ let's go lick some assholes is what the priest yells to the guy when he drives him off in clear view of several homes Gregory told the police I know shooting anyway, the fucking hot load all over this dog this is his next plan <laughs> anyway the police report sh report shows the pageant was relatively open about what was happening that night perhaps because he was hoping for anonymity or lenience from the officers America's a bunch of cunts but that tune changed once his name became public he denied having the conversation reported by police countdown said, to Bukaki. it said the issue was not related to sex at all he must I, have an incredibly long penis I doubt that Lee Gregory states he has nothing to hide and did nothing wrong blood jizz oh you're right X he says they were approached by police because they thought somebody had passed out or something and, and your rectal passage is what was happening that's what the call was my asshole actually sweat he was counseling a young man with a drug problem he says <laughs> pulling it just to pull it he is said, what he was doing he said it did turn strange, but it wasn't his doing. Always looking for Wang. Is what he's doing. He said he was eminent that he was not participating in that way, and that's when the police pulled up and they assumed things. But he is standing by his 
story that it's not true. And also the pastor said, mostly because I put my penis inside of you bareback. Yes, the, especially the bareback part because, yeah. you know, religious people don't believe in condoms. Yeah, especially if he's Catholic. Yep. Uh, uh, a pastor would be Catholic. So. Fair enough, whatever. Fern uh, Gregory, he has been working with the man for a few years and he and his wife have tried to get him help. So now, jerk. now we know he's definitely not Catholic. The loving three-way with a corpse. And yes, because people who are telling the truth often have to say that he is standing by a story. He claims he was just trying to help this poor naked man who was tied up in the car with him. Hey, bro, but not part- I can't get it up. But he was not, quote unquote, participating in that way. Because <laughs> I'm at the point where this is not the sickness with which I am down. <laughs> Gregory has said he won't deny that when he began to take his clothes off and proposition him that uh, uh, he won't deny that that he did that, but he will deny in a stack of Bibles with God as his witness that he did nothing about that. Let's jacket or something. It's what he wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, he said there's he had clothes on during the entire thing, so there's no reason for him to be charged with open lewdness. Uh, you can still leave your clothes on and have sex. You only need to have one piece of your body out for that. Yeah. So there you go. That um, That's your... Uh, what the fuck people and he didn't even get arrested for indecent exposure nobody got arrested or anything they I just think let they, him go because he's a, pri- a priest uh, the get naked guy i think got arrested for maybe oh Doesn't really say well you can't pay a bail well i could probably fix that for a blowy there you go <laughs> he sounds like he might be willing to it yes he might actually do that if he's gonna let a pastor tie him up and fucking leave him naked in his car then he probably is into that it, it, right in front of a young girl's house yeah because he the says window. i make money from my sex work uh, what I love is the pastor said the, with the what the cops say is the pastor said uh, the first time when he gets when he pull up he goes oh I thought we were in a private place and like you're in a well lit well traveled lots of houses road I know and, yeah, and, and then he goes I know shut up are you talking about penises yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> still that's gonna be my favorite whatever it's always gonna make me chuckle oh I actually have some audio from the like the guy said he was outside the daughter's window oh yeah this is her statement uh, I saw it everything <laughs> <laughs> gonna take a little break here we're gonna play a promo from another podcast we'll have a little bit more music befitting of the sexorcist aka the eerie midnight horror show aka the tormented aka enter the devil and when we come back we will close out this weird ass exorcist ripoff of a show want to learn more about horror directors with a lighthearted look at three of their movies meet fearless podcaster gore blimey I've been unsettled by bats in the past and startled by parrots, and I've even been known to jump at the odd cockatoo. Discover horror films that are classics, and others, too. There's a topless aerobics massacre, an exploding rock singer, cannibals, nude martial arts, a deep fried prostitute. But it's not all silliness. You'll get proper movie breakdowns, opinion, and background information, too. Yep, in the 80s and 90s, Jeff Stryker was huge in gay porn. In every sense. So if you're a horror film fan, come and check out the Trilogy of Terror podcast at strangeanddeadly.com or find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or on your podcatcher. One of those people that has a certain charisma and a certain style, and I'm just hoping one day he'll rub off on me. The Trilogy of Terror podcast, where we try three times harder to give you the willies.
Exorcism by Killing Joke. And if you don't know who Killing Joke is, you better fucking learn. I, I don't know who that is. You better fucking learn. All right, I'll get right on it. <laughs> All right, folks, you can find us on our main landing slash launching page on our glorious network that is Legion Podcast. LegionPodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops. You can also join our Facebook group where you can post memes, alternative photography that you make yourself. Hey, if you want to do some fan art of Matt and I hanging out where you replace our heads onto other people's bodies, whatever alternative photography you want to do, you do one that I like, you may end up becoming the main uh, background for the group for that moment. Yeah. And a lot of people earn that because they do weird shit that makes me laugh. That's pretty much the only qualification. If it makes me laugh enough, you'll become the background for the group page for a while. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook. I am Court Psyops. You can find Matt on Facebook. He is Matt Psyop. He currently doesn't give a fuck and wants to go home. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of here, man. <laughs> you can email feedback to Matt. It's cold out there. Psyopmatt at gmail.com. Let him know that you no longer wish to dox him because it's not even fucking worth it. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Hashtag don't dox him, bro. Don't dox me, bro. <laughs> Another fucking eight inches of snow are coming. Yeah, I know. It's ah. fucked, dude. This fucking... This, I fucking hate this winter. <laughs> well, we've had it so lucky, and yeah. yeah the, I'm just glad we got tonight in, at least. Yeah, right. You can email feedback to court, cinemasyopscourt at gmail.com. Let him know that he needs to control Matt more and not let him sidetrack the end of the show talking about snow. Fucking day, man. And it doesn't matter but, how many inches you got, it's how you work that snow, man. Are we talking about, like, the weather snow, the wrapper snow? The kind of snow that you don't like, so either the wrapper or the weather, but not the, like, if, cocaine. Oh, but that's the one I like. It's the <laughs> cocaine one. That's what I was talking about. You're not going to get the one you like, uh, let alone 12 inches of what you enjoy. Informer. <laughs> I will mute you so I can finish this. <laughs> you can twit a couple of tweets to a couple of twats about how much you actually like Snow and that song Informer and how we should not be making fun of him. I'm at court underscore psyop and he is at psyop Matt. I don't think we're going to hear anything about that. <laughs> Whatever. It's a hate-filled shit fest on Twitter anyway. Yes. Although I found that I've been muting a lot of different stuff and then muting various pages and things like that. And yeah. I've been doing that too like any like uh, any like meme factory things of regardless of what direction they head for in the political landscape uh -huh. getting those rid of my Facebook feed has been a lot more fun oh yeah I stick with just news now and then like what my friends post unless it's one of those things and then I just block the page not the person tough luck yeah too bad yeah we're edge lords. <laughs> You want to bring it back to yeah, that? Yeah, I want to bring it back. We're edge lords. We're going to block your content. I was a lord of edge by sharpening my switchblades on the air, but you wouldn't let me do it. No. And that did not come through. That was in your Re head. No, I heard it. It was not on the recording. That really? was in your head. Yeah. I don't believe you. I or think else you would have done it right now. I think it was making you extremely uncomfortable is the problem. No, no. I've seen people play with knives all my life around me. <laughs> you might tell me something about my personality and who I am as a person, but nah, that wouldn't make me uncomfortable. Well, while you're out there playing with your own knives, kids, and making sure that your edges are nice and sharp. Kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch.
enjoy the tears. 